0: Welcome back to another episode of Girl Who Said That podcast, where pop culture meets real life and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Peaches.
1: I'm Bunny. And I'm Buffy.
0: Welcome back. And we're back. Yes. <laughs> they are. probably side of us to celebrate are. every week that we're making it. Because if they the knew the
2: struggle of how, <laughs> how how we have to show up for ourselves every single week, like every this single is, week, listen they yeah. they get it they understand you they just better be happy we here that's all <laughs> hopefully <say.
0: laughs> how's your week been going guys
2: pretty good so i know we do this what's giving what's not giving so this is yeah. going to go into my week of giving and i'm like in between um because i feel like <clears throat> yesterday was monday and monday was mondaying and i haven't had a monday mondaying in a very very long time you know you guys told me last time you're going feel so different when your kids go back to school and yesterday that joint was I'm not there yet. I need a whole week. <laughs> I need a whole week over. So it was exciting because, you know, little Ryan went back and, you know, he did well. He said he had fun. He was like, you know, it wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be. Um, but I literally literally forgot all things about school, like uniforms, what he was supposed to take with him, book bags, how he's
1: supposed to, you know, dress like <laughs> it, was, it was an absolute mess. That's up. why I, I wasn't giving for you because you forgot all the things. If you yes. ever remember all those things, it would have been given. You didn't yeah, you literally have so nobody
0: to blame but yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you wow. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean because you you could you messed it up. And next week will be better because you'll be ready. You're gonna have everything laid out on Sunday. <laughs> uh, you're He's right. gonna know what to do. And when you're able to come home and there's nobody there. Yeah. Nobody. Man.
2: Yeah, because you still got right. one kid you, right
0: now no but not next year i mean not, not
2: next week not next week next week yeah. everybody is out the door um and you're gonna be yeah. on
1: time and all those things and like yeah,
2: yeah. no i mean i'm looking forward to it it definitely i i, I really was not ready but i am I'm. Um, it it does this you know we're in day two and it does feel different having like well no somebody is still here because somebody did come up and say what's for lunch and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> when do you go back to school?
0: you should make monday a holiday monday should be your holiday since this will be the first official time that both kids are in school for in the last two years yeah you should definitely, yeah, definitely. take monday off yeah. and
2: yeah. do whatever
0: you want to do on monday go to sleep i'll make diner. sure that i
2: tell ryan that y'all said this so then
0: that... <laughs> tell him to treat you hey. to breakfast the silver diner the whole day between from from 8 30 to 3 or whatever time you pick a little round up you need to do what you feel like doing
2: yeah Yeah. all the way up to like i said in that call line but you know uh, overall it was it it, it, um, everything's going well how about y'all um go ahead Um,
1: yeah my week is for
0: me it's only tuesday (laughs) but my (laughs) week has been good it's been productive so far and that's always a great thing yeah um my week is pretty it's going pretty good been a little tired but aside from that um I'm looking forward to this week
1: yeah I guess my week no is complaints giving. everything's good. giving Everything. <laughs> everything's giving I think I'm still giving mm-hmm. to my my week has been going okay it is the start of the week yesterday was my day off so that's always a good thing
2: on Mondays to just but hold like time, I'm sorry, guys. It, but today is the, the start of black history month too like the, that's true, yeah. true, we should, true. That's really i woke exciting. up and i told my kids i said it's a great day to be black
1: it is a great day to be black so that is um that will definitely bring us into our icebreaker so what is a legendary black movie that you've never seen this is a hard
2: oh man i have Who wants to, think to go about first, it. Oh, I, Bunny. I, I, I definitely had one. <laughs> um, I don't want any comments, DMs, nothing. I have legit never seen Do the Right Thing. I've never seen that movie. And I know that that is a legendary like, Spike Lee movie. That's like when he hit the same, like everything about it. Whenever people talk about it, it's always, and I'll be like, yeah. Like, it's like one of them like awkward joints. I've never seen it. I've never even, even now, like I don't even have the desire to see it per se but it's like knowing the impact that it had on so many people during that time but just still yeah. yeah
0: you should watch it I don't, yeah, I don't think I, I've I don't. seen it in this and yeah I don't think I've ever seen it in its entirety but um this would be a great time to watch it because when you look at things especially with adult eyes you probably wouldn't have looked at it the same if you would have watched it like when it originally yeah. Yeah. came out yep. yeah mm-hmm. So that'll be, I mean, just for the culture, just do yeah, it. Yeah, that might be my, <laughs> that's gonna be my goal
2: for, for this, for this, uh, this February, I'm gonna go ahead and watch, uh, do the right thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what I about y'all? For me, I, I have think. many... I have so many <laughs> legendary movies that I haven't seen, but I do, I also have a lot that I have, but um, Bad Boy, one, two, You've how many You've never seen what? the,
2: bad- the <laughs> only
0: one I've seen is the fourth, fourth one where he, Will Smith has the baby and will find out he has a son at the end. It was a son. Yeah, I think it was a son at the yeah. end. That was, whatever yeah. the most recent one was. Um, that's one, um, I just, for the first time ever, it's, Ever like seen any parts of it was Love Jones. I watched what? that. What? Yeah, that was like last month.
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> um, five Heartbeats. <laughs> hold, on, hold, it. On, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold No, I have not seen it. The only part that I've ever seen, which every time I see it, it comes on BT, was the part where they're in the bedroom and he's singing. The, I mean, the, do- the girl, like his sister, is singing around oh, yeah, uh-huh. him, and he's like, "Yeah." yeah and I've beginning? never seen anything past that. I don't You've know if never that's the beginning or the end. Nice Peaches. Peaches. I wish We used to watch it as a kid. Brain I was, it wasn't me, oh, Buffy. Oh, 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 oh. I promise you it wasn't me. I've never Bruh, seen
2: that. That is a classic. Man, I didn't realize you had so many that you had not seen. Oh, so clearly we all you, you have some stuff. I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you I, do. I think you would I think like those are like beams.
0: the big ones. Um yeah, those are like the major ones I feel like that I've never seen before.
1: Like legit, yeah. I'm looking through the black classic movies and I'm like, I've seen this and I've seen oh, so that you, and I've you, seen that. Yeah, well, I don't I the only one off this list, and I mean this is just their list, but for the most part, I've seen all these movies except um where is it at? Nope, seen that. Jason. <laughs> you see all
0: the spike. Oh, you never seen Jason? You Laird? never seen Jason Lee? Uh, are you you never <laughs> seen about that,
1: no. And you never seen the bad boys that comes on thirty million times, and yeah. you never no. watch a baby boy over all three. Oh, baby, boys. Boy, baby is, boy is a that's classic.
0: My, I watch that every time it's it
1: comes on. Oh my gosh! Watch baby boy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do love baby boy, but no, I don't. I don't watch all stages Um. You oh, never yeah. seen Jason like Jason's
2: was good. Too, That was a classic. Man. It was good. That okay. was. But you
0: want to then... know uh, one movie that BT gonna make sure you see is like <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, oh, my God. That <laughs> They play Life
0: at least. Hey, okay.
1: yes, it's every night. Every night, Life comes on. Yes. Yeah, Life sure.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, but, but I laugh at the same parts. They <laughs> do. Every time on, I <laughs>
2: but those are the type of movies that you can watch over and over again, so yeah, for and sure. If you have- You see it. I'm always just like I think one of my favorite parts is when uh, he's like, "What you want to talk about, please? What you want to talk about? about? Yeah, Uh, yeah,
1: not Cletus. You I know, and that came from that came from the show. I know.
0: (laughs) But I I do I do um the ones that I have seen though it is very interesting to me to watch them as an adult compared to Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. One of the ones that I'm constantly like watching and I find something new like some type of epiphany every single time is Boys in the Hood that's like my oh yeah how would you do people have like a safe movie like that one movie you always turn on just because like you know it's about to happen or Mm -hmm. it just makes you feel good or nostalgic like boys in the hood is mine Mm -hmm. and when I cut it on it's just like watching it with adult eyes and seeing just how just how this world our communities Mm -hmm. so many different things operate it's just It's 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 interesting to me. Isn't the
2: fact that we are what that was what like 20 something years ago, Mm -hmm. 20 plus years ago, and 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 a lot of things are exactly the same. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like we still have the same struggles that Mm -hmm. you know they you know um was intentionally put on screen for people to see like how we live and we are still, still there, <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah. yeah
0: it's a um it's a scene the scene in the movie where Lawrence fishburne talks about um he breaks down gentrification
2: yeah and, mm. and like
0: then i had no idea what it was like i mean what gentrification means and when he breaks it down now it's like that's exactly yep. what yeah. happens yeah. in black neighborhoods yeah. and yeah. we don't even see it happen it's like a slow fade
2: yeah Yeah. but you're paying attention and and the the crazy part about it is is that like it's a difficult struggle because I always say that just like as a homeowner like you there's certain things that you know that like yeah you want these things in your neighborhood but you also know the effects that it has when you live in certain neighborhoods that Mm -hmm. if that comes then something else has to happen and it's like this like battle of like do I really want this, you know, right here? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, because I know what that means for the other side of the street or down the street. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a tough one.
0: Oh, me I mean, say, <laughs> what's that one thing that you would say if uh, it, what's the thing on TikTok? Like what's something you would say that people would hate you for saying <laughs> I could take a little bit of gentrification right? for, no, for our, our, our rental property. Day- I could uh, Sprinkle listen, a little gentrification on it. I'll, I'll handle it. Let you me be. The, <laughs> property value goes no, up. No, listen.
2: Bit. I I to be very honest, whenever I see a white person walking their dog, I say, okay, come on, white person, walk their dog. They on Landover Road. Let's go. Let's yes. go. Come it's on. I, I could do without
1: pass. a Family Dollar. I could do
0: without a Family Dollar across the street. That I is mean, fact. I could, but if you if you put a Whole Foods right there,
1: I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. That's just bring the money <laughs> well, in. Know,
0: but I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All jokes aside, though, I do understand. And i have a better understanding of being an adult now with yeah. gentrification means to a neighborhood mm-hmm. and it's not always a lot of times it's very predatory yeah. so yeah. that's the problem that i have with it so mm. yeah
1: so y'all know it is like we said black history month and we are so excited to be black okay black-y every black, single day black black-y
2: black-y y'all black-y yeah. black I'm black okay black
1: <laughs> yes um and being Black is something we're extremely proud of. It's sometimes, it's sometimes comical, many times exhausting, but always a privilege. That comical piece is absolutely, because Black Twitter just yeah. makes me laugh on every situation. Black
0: people, period. period. Yeah, yeah. And and we,
1: just, we, listen, we unmatched. Rihanna we gets are pregnant, unmatched. and like, then they got all these memes <laughs> about Drake and Chris Brown. And it's just like, why are we like this? But, but
0: don't it, it,
1: it seem like black people got funnier as the years yes. went on, or are we just now getting a joke? <laughs> uh, I think, uh, think we just able to say more often. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not, there's no, a lot of, no, no, you know, it's no more censorship. It used to be a lot of censorship mm-hmm. online. And now it's
2: like, internet is free. Mm, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they just, <laughs> sometimes you got to turn it off. Like now y'all playing too much. But for the most part, i would be like, yeah, we had, it's a gift. It really it's a is gift a gift. It's a that the, the stuff that we we go through that there's a way that we just always bring a light to it like we can turn uh, anything into anything, a joke. Anything. anything. And if somebody yeah. can't do it, you just be looking at them like what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like every the the great thing about it is every other black person gets the joke. Yeah.
1: Every like, other black person. So it also was so unique is like when sometimes when they put them post up like can you identify with these scenarios? And it's like, did we all grow up in the same house because yes, all of our said the same thing i'm just like yes. how is that even? without the internet
2: and stuff going viral without- like they all said the same thing we yes. all, i was watching this is the crazy part right so this is how you know this, like it doesn't matter what levels you are. i'm watching a sermon from sergic Robinson. she's saying how she had an addiction to putting kool-aid and sugar in a, in a baggie and sticking <laughs> her eat- finger in <laughs> it and i was just like now hold up these are the james <laughs> you let
1: your kids <laughs> like,
2: if you knew when we were sticking in them kool-aid packs yeah sunflower seeds sunflower yes. pickles pickles <laughs> yeah
1: pickles. candy like, canes oh, Bro, oh my So gosh. it's
2: the fact that you like man we literally had this <laughs> we, we all grew up the exact same way
1: and so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the Black experience and everything yes. in it. We're also going to share this week on our stories um, some, some of the funniest. I'm going to try to find some of the funniest things that we have said on um, online. That just cracks us up every time. I know we've shared so them funny. with each other, and then a lot of it is the comments. For real, it's less the mm-hmm. post, but those comments do it every single oh, the, time. Oh, the comments being
0: shambles, yes. <laughs> shambles. Agree. I mean, it's certain Agree. stuff I can see. I don't After I see it, I go straight to the comments because yes. I know yes, somebody's going you know. to say what I'm
1: thinking. <laughs> yes, and what people it be- say it, I'm just like, I wish we could like put have a whole other group comments. chat. <laughs> I wish we could yes. put gifts under the. Uh, like do voice notes and gifts under it, so we can really be like, yeah. I think you can do. I think no, on certain you, you can't on gifts? IG on t- on Twitter, yeah, but not on IG.
2: Oh, uh, okay. They, probably, um,
0: they um We they should do some throwback back back. pictures to of us. Uh, oh yeah, uh, for you know yeah. our black experience since we have we go all the way back to childhood. Yeah, oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So,
2: do y'all feel like you've always been proud? you know, felt proud about being Black? Like, Absolutely. or is it something that's, like, new? Or and not then, new,
0: uh,
1: rather, but, like... I, I would I
0: say think that, it's new. Uh, I felt like I didn't... Oh, go ahead, Buffy. I'm I was going
1: to say that I, I don't think it's new. I don't think when I was younger, I understood fully what being Black is, but as growing up. Like, you know, once I got, like, my teenage years, yeah, I love being Black. Everything about it, I never yeah I love it i'm I'm proud to be black <laughs> <Period>. then <end. laughs>
0: yeah my my answer was gonna be similar to yours. It's I felt like when I was younger. I didn't care like that mm-hmm. I was black you know mm-hmm. like I just didn't think about like the black experience like yeah. I didn't think about what things were but again hindsight is 2020 20, mm-hmm. and um as I became an adult and then I understood like a lot of the things that um black people have endured the more mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. y'all know I'm a big like a huge history buff like the yeah. more I learned about stuff and the things that you know, we've been through and been able to yeah. overcome or, or are still dealing with.
1: Um, Absolutely. it gave me a greater
0: appreciation um for the strength that lives inside of um black people and That's just fact. just our contributions to the world. And I'm not even mm-hmm. talking about like physical contributions, mm-hmm. like the things that we built. We basically have built America. I'm not talking about those things, I'm just talking about like the character and yeah. the, the oh gosh it's the personality the, influence, the, the personality the influence, yeah, yeah. Influences, yes, the influence yeah. everything the culture, like all of all our of contributions it. to mm-hmm. being black like i appreciate it now as mm-hmm. being a black woman that I, I didn't always really care about as being a child yeah when yeah I was a child. it's no, something I just like, about yeah, go ahead I, no i was
2: gonna say i think that um yeah i'm like right in the middle i don't know if before i understood right like you mm-hmm. know and um I was actually, we'll talk about it later, but having a conversation with somebody of, like, we live in Prince George's County. Like, this Mm -hmm. is, that's all you see, right? And so sometimes you don't recognize what's happening around you or what is, because you just see it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't think until, like you said, just uh, experiences that I had, like, as I started to grow up that I realized, Mm -hmm. like, uh, wait a minute now, like, mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. it's, we got some type of power that I didn't, we got secret power? Like, what is, Yeah. like, what button do I push? When, who, yeah. What do I say? Do I need to click my heels three times? Like, what yeah. is happening? How, and then when you get into it, it's like, you know, now as an adult, like, and I, it really hit, like, once I had kids and sons yeah. and really being able to just, like, instill that in them and having to explain, like. You know, like, no, this is how we show up. This is the this is the thing. This is what we do. And it being like, wow, you know, like mm-hmm. this is the fact that we still get like wowed by mm-hmm. the things that we do is like we just unmatched, bro. I just yeah, yeah. And you
0: know what? You said something about PG County too, and I'm like, at one point, especially like the 90s, that, mm-hmm. you know, PG County was considered like elite. I remember, like, it's this is all the black people honest. who, are, is. I mean, but nah, mm-hmm. people trying to move out to Howard County <laughs> and Charles it County. Still, but, at, but, but at one point, if you moved from D.C., you. Number. I remember when you guys moved, even though y'all wasn't even coming from D.C., y'all was coming from Landover, and y'all moved to Upper Marlboro. When we were kids, y'all all were looked at as the family that made it. Y'all yeah. got the house mm-hmm. in southern Maryland and mm-hmm. a nice size house. It was like you guys were the ones in the family who had made you it made at that it. time. Yeah, yeah. Now it's not look, PG County isn't looked at as the right same, with the same, you know, yeah, kind of. I mean, I felt like that was like the topic
1: back in the day. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. If, if you make it to over there to Oak Creek,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You get a yeah. you get a you get to a certain <laughs> part of PG County then you like. I mean, I mean, it's still considered the we are like still in the top five of the wealthiest African American communities yeah. in yeah. the entire
0: country. Yeah.
2: Like, it, but
0: you, you remember really... when Tontalion was like, yes, the oh, yeah. Beverly Hills. Was the legit. Yeah. Beverly that
1: was Hills. Potomac. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for real. It was yeah. not
0: now. Now if you tell somebody living in Tontalion like. They like oh okay (laughs)
1: but i think that
0: that also has to do
2: (laughs) right but i think that that also has to do with the fact that it was it's it's customary to us right so like when we talk about like our black experience and the experience that we had when i was having this conversation earlier the person i was talking to is not from here Mm -hmm. and so they lived in california and then they moved here and they were like you you guys don't realize the um, like the privilege it is to be around black excellence mm-hmm. and when I thought about it I was like bro like I literally had friends whose parents were doctors and lawyers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. teachers and ed, you know like in high positions like, of education judges and I'm seeing like like I'm like black doctors, black GYNs, black lawyers, black judges, all of these things. And for us, it was a a thing where it's like it felt normal. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because that's what we grew up in. But I think the part to that experience allows you to be able to see like that it is possible. Knowing like the privilege of being in this area to be able to see that, I think it -hmm. I, I didn't recognize it then, but I recognize it now. Like, Yeah, just being... P. i'm P. gonna say like,
1: hold on because yeah. even what you're saying that it was normal i don't think i want to say for me knowing that that was their job title at the time i don't even think i knew that there was such a scarceness of african-american people in those right, jobs yeah. like in those areas of career like you know those job titles it wasn't until i got older to see that like wait there's not a lot of black people <laughs> who are judges or who get to this Mm-hmm. you know this level of merit in their career and now you looking back on it's like wow they really were able to accomplish something big that I didn't you know as a kid I didn't recognize that as being like oh my god you're an English well, yeah. professor like just <laughs> I thought you was a teacher it, it's
0: it's <laughs> funny hearing you guys say that because that was not my experience growing up I can. I didn't know anybody who was a doctor or lawyer. Mm-hmm. No black people who are doctors, lawyers. Um, I was. I did not have that level of exposure until I became an adult mm-hmm. and had a kid, and then my it's Sages friends' parents. I noticed who were much older than me, mm-hmm. and in most cases, I don't want to say much older, but they to me they were they are significantly um, older than me. Um, probably because I had her on the younger side of you know life, but um, it wasn't until then that I was exposed to. "Quote unquote black excellence" yeah. that I w- I was able to recognize. I didn't go. I felt like I'm the same person who didn't even see a horse in real life till I was 14 years old. Like mm. I had never seen one outside of TV. Yeah. And right. so when like growing up, I didn't have white people in my in my class. I didn't have. I had one white teacher who was like an. It, it, he was like a special assignment. He wasn't like a career <laughs> teacher <laughs> in, in urban neighborhoods. For real. It was like, he was like a, a like, it was like an internship or something like that. Mm. And he's the only one. I never went to school with any white people. And so it was like a culture shock. when I went to, when I went to middle school and I had, my father had moved to Southern Maryland and that was my first time ever going to school with white people. And I've realized like how different we were. Wow. Um, yeah. And, yeah I never I've, I remember being in class one time and this was when I was in high school and w- one of the uh, white girls had said something I said like my head itch I need some um some grease she was like you put cooking oil on your hair <laughs> and I was like no like grease like you know you, you know you, you like grease your scalp and she had no idea what I was mm-hmm. talking about yeah. and then mm-hmm. it like dawned on me like wow we really are different mm-hmm. like different. in the way we communicate yeah so I think that as I got older especially like adulthood, I was exposed to a lot more. Where well, I, I feel like I I was a, I exposed myself to a lot more. But being younger, like I was not exposed to black excellence. I yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't I even too was... so those things were scarce to me. I didn't mm-hmm. know I mean this seeing it on TV, you got the Cosby's right. like that yeah. was yeah the doctors and lawyers that was like yeah. something you didn't even know really existed in real yeah. life. Yeah yeah oh,
1: yeah that's I, um I think well bunny and I both grew up in I'm gonna say I I probably stayed in black schools a little bit longer than mm-hmm. she did, but we st- our elementary school years were definitely in predominantly black. Well, I didn't see a white teacher until middle school, and even that school, that middle school was in Forestville, Maryland. So that's like, well, you know, Forestville. <laughs> so <laughs> it was still predominantly black. Um, and we wore uniforms, so everybody was still the same. It wasn't really, mm-hmm. we had a couple of nuns, It was, but it was still a lot of Black teachers there, so it was, and that was just, like, two years, and then when I got to high school, and I yeah. went to, um, I went to St. John's for a brief minute in D.C., and that was a shock altogether, just by, even though with the uniforms, it was just a shock of mentality, like, that's when I first was introduced to the boys' boys world, and, like, how people really think and how girls were. It wasn't even a black or white thing. It was a male-female thing. Like it was male dominant. Mm. And that was like overwhelming. But then I went to Douglas in Upper Marlboro, which was still predominantly black for the most part, but I had a lot more white teachers, um, white principals, white administrators. Now we get to wear our own clothes. Even during that part of uh, my high school years, Columbine happened. And I remember going to school after that school shooting that we first got experience to on the news and seeing those kids in the trench coats. That's when I realized that there were different groups within our school and it was just like, even being able to identify that there was a gothic group. And we walking into school and just like knowing like, it made us feel different at the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's when we started to like, that's when I started to notice a different world. I don't think Mm -hmm. before then I had really noticed I I was just at school, but then I started to really notice that there were different cultures and different types of people around me. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't that safe haven that I grew up in with an old black school like currently our kids experience for the most part, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, so.
0: That's why it was important to me when um, we were looking for a high school for Sage, because she had went to um, uh, the schools that my kids go to, our kids go to, um, is predominantly, we're all pretty much except for maybe one or two, predominantly Black. But it was important to me when we were looking for a school that it would be, I mean, that it was diverse. And that's not just meaning just white people, but like all... I wanted it to be like really mm-hmm. diverse, and so um, I think that that's important for for people to learn how to navigate in this world. Because if you like grow up thinking it's only you know black people, yeah. then you don't really don't know how to you you're not getting having the opportunity to be exposed to just other cultures and the yeah. way people live and, and how to move real life and, because that's yeah the way life real is. life.
2: And, you know, it's it's interesting that when I knew we were talking about this, I was like, you know, all of our experiences are different. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I got exposed very early because I started, you know, Queen Anne in the seventh grade. So being 13 mm-hmm. and, you know, walking into a school with um, different cultures, different religions, there was no it was a private school. But you we didn't have uniforms. There was no like there wasn't anything that was like there was no chapel you had I mean I I literally have had every type of person I can think of Mm -hmm. you know being in my classroom with me and it made me it opened my eyes to a lot and I spent what seventh grade all the way up to 12th grade like that's where I graduated from and so when you talk about two things that I remember distinctly that like set out to me as like in eighth grade, something happened with like, it was only, I mean, it was a predominantly white school, even though, you know, we were in there, but the kids who were there, like when I say that I was able to see that type of black excellence it was because Mm -hmm. of that school Mm -hmm, like mm my classmates parents were doctors and lawyers and educators and it was just like man you you live like the real huxtables you know what i'm saying like i knew what my parents did it took me a while even to realize my father was an entrepreneur like i didn't even know Mm -hmm. what that even meant you know what i'm saying until i was an adult but i remember being like my dad owns his own company like you don't even realize the importance of that it just was that was life but um I remember us being in middle school and something happened with like the the black kids and the administrator and I remember us locking ourselves in the gym and we mm-hmm. called it black world and nobody could go in except <laughs> for the black kids like they was i mean the white kids was banging on the door and we was in that joint yelling black world black world and so <laughs> like it's like this but i couldn't even tell you why we were in there mm-hmm. but for whatever it was it was a there was some type of divide even though we we were still like you know 14 13 and 14 years old like we felt whatever that shift was mm-hmm. was like we're not the same as you and you we mm-hmm. aren't being treated the same as you because you know the of course the parents came whatever we were asking for I can't even remember at the time um but it was like I think I started to pay attention that, like okay it's not just about the skin color it's something about mm-hmm. us that's different right and then another time when you were talking about hair it made me think about um I used to see, you know, the white girls come to school and their hair would be wet. And I'd be like, you ain't just going to dry. <laughs> and they'd be like, I but wash your it You know, it's the weather. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you, washed your, you wash your hair every morning? And then it was like uh, <clears throat> having to even get educated that like, yeah, if they net. don't wash their hair, it gets oily. And I'd be like, girl, we, we take about two and a half, three weeks. You is not, you ain't, I'm not, yeah. I can't, you can't wet this every day. That's we not, are not washing that's this not, every day. So, For me, I was grateful that I had the experience because to me, I feel like it prepared me for real life, you know, when Mm -hmm. it came to certain things, because I was able to see it. Like it was, it just was, you know, I feel like that experience allowed me to be able to enter into it and so to your point too peaches like with cj going to school like that was his thing he said i want diversity and i was like well what does that mean and he Mm -hmm. was like different people with different cultures and different beliefs and different thoughts and yeah like but he knew that he needed something different He's like everybody's the same at my school now you know Mm -hmm. i want Mm -hmm. i want to have different conversations and i was like i
0: get it you know and so it's so important
1: you know, that's yeah. interesting because, um, you know, I'm a blended family and my middle son goes to school, well, went to school at Howard County, majority of his, um, well, yeah, all of his elementary, elementary and middle school. And when he was in fourth grade, he said to me, he was like, you know, I've never had a black teacher. And I was like, really? And he was like, no. And he was like, wait, well, I take that back. He was like, I did. But she was a PE teacher. He was like, but then I never had a black male teacher. And that was big for him at nine, nine, 10 years, nine years old to never experience, for him to even recognize that. Like in a predominantly white school, he knows he's the minority. That was big for him. He didn't see, middle school was when he first saw his black male teacher and it still was only like I think he only had two black teachers throughout middle school. Now in his high school years, we did choose a high school that is predominantly black. So it's a mm-hmm. different experience for him, a different culture shock. It's one that he feels more comfortable in. I see that he, mm-hmm. you know, just loves to be himself, cracks the jokes that he probably wouldn't have done when he was in the Howard County school. So sometimes like taking them to a different county, because Howard County is a great school district. Um, my oldest son went through them for middle school and they did a phenomenal job. I'm not going to discredit them, but when it came to Mason, We were deciding on how a county will send him to where our kids go to now. And I just had to look at my husband and was like, I really want him to have that Black experience I did. And like, I don't want him to ever say, Well, I never had a Black teacher. Like, I Mm -hmm. thought it was important to him to have that representation um, and just feel like that. That family, that embrace of his color, his mm, skin, his, his yeah. culture, and all that, and see that in the people around him, like his teachers, his yeah. staff, administration, security, lunch ladies, like all of that. That <laughs> is something that's unmatched for a child.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: agree.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I agree. How do y'all feel about the way that um, black people are portrayed in the media?
1: Um, we're talking about loving hip hop or coffee. <laughs> like, it's
0: too, it's too I mean, I this. think just I think it's overall, you, I mean, you can speak on both. I mean, all, all I levels. think it's dependent. Uh, and, I, and the only reason
2: I say that is because, um, I think. So growing up, I feel like the way it, we were portrayed was definitely a lot of times in a negative light, right? Especially black men. Um, it was always a like stereotypes of certain things that you saw, even as culture shifted, like... I remember my mom. Like I'm sure y'all remember too. Like she did not want us wearing Timberlands with the with the flap down in the front, Mm -hmm. and you know guys that we were talking to. I mean, I did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She felt some (laughs) type of way. Like (laughs) being from that generation, it was like you're not going to talk to nobody with their pants sagging down, and you're not going to do this. Not you know, it was certain things. Mm -hmm. Like that means that you know they would associate that with like a negative you know mm-hmm. negative thing and so I think that over everything time, was ghetto
1: and I really yes. had a, a wrong the wrong understanding of ghetto growing yeah. up and it was like once I grew up like I even challenged my mom today she's like oh that's not ghetto I was like you know that's not what ghetto means <laughs> mm-hmm. like what you're saying is not actually ghetto it's just that's your preference
2: Maybe. right yeah but I think that um I just think it's different I think it depends like we talk about love and hip-hop these reality shows sometimes I mean first of all it's scripted but two then people sign up to to show off like that nah, so bro. The fighting I'd be is like OG. no I mean it is but i what I'm saying is is that like you have a choice everybody doesn't do that and so uh-huh. sometimes that gets underneath my skin because I'm like it was happening at such a high rate that you would, for a period of time, like these reality shows was showing nothing but black women fighting, throwing glasses, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it was just like,
0: that's not how I don't hang out with nobody. Oh, black men that. cheating on them, girls, yeah. and never marrying them, just keep on having babies. Yeah. Yes. Like,
2: yeah. And it's not to say that that does not happen, but that's not mm-hmm. like for that to be portrayed as like, that's how we show up. It just, mm-hmm. for a period of time, it made me feel like. Dang, that's such a, a blow. But I, I, I feel like things are shifting. I feel like that, again, I mean, we kind of talked about it last week, too, like having people in um in the positions to make change, mm-hmm. what we see on TV makes a difference. And so I yeah. think that, you know, I think it's shifting, but I think um it, it all starts at the top. And then, you know you got certain people who don't i think i remember saying i cannot remember the actress but somebody who was like they they don't portray certain stuff that's not what they want to do like yeah recognizing that you don't have to take every role this this handed to you no mm-hmm. Oh, i think you, you know. talking
0: about Marseille, uh the girl from grown i mean a uh, blackish She oh, said right right, she right. Would, yeah. She refuses to, yeah yeah to take any roles like that i agree with you um i have a big problem with with how the mainstream media specifically like news um like news media news outlets um, portray black people, um, in comparison to how they portray white people. Mm-hmm. Like you could have a, a white person, a white boy who has a white mm-hmm. man who has shot up the whole block mm-hmm. and they will put his kindergarten graduation yeah. picture yes. up there on TV and talk about how he hasn't been the same since his parents' divorce. Right. And mm-hmm. then, they'll, they'll, you know, when it comes to a black person, they could have a squeaky clean, a squeaky clean record they and they want to so find picture. one yes yes one instagram picture from a halloween party mm-hmm. them dressed up as tupac and that's the one that comes yeah. you know yep. they show on the screen mm-hmm. along with um what possibly could have happened i hate the fact that they do that and mm-hmm. it, it just really just angers me to know that it's it's so um it's so intentional and mm-hmm. the way that it sways the viewers yeah. specifically people uh who are not african-american the way it sways them to feel about us as a people yeah um, yeah i just, don't like I, the
1: word suspect versus thug we're always yeah. you know put in the in the box of that these thuggish ways or mm-hmm. the gang or something like that but if uh, like you said someone else coming to shoot up a church it's a suspect yeah
0: you know, But you could have somebody, you have somebody being arrested for selling, um, single cigarettes, cigarettes on a, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on, on the corner. corner and you a, up, you making it seem like they're slinging dope.
1: Exactly. It's it's just yeah. not the yeah. same. It's horrible. that part I hate of it. being portrayed in the media is tough. It's different than TV. It's hard to watch. It's hard to. It's just hard to take all together. I don't.
2: No. i just be like why they just don't use everybody dmv photo we all have to take the same dmv just use that like if you yeah. want to like so that it's neutral because the thing about it is is that you know there are in certain instances white or black right whatever photo mm-hmm. you pick like you are you're already making people choose a side without you even knowing when, you know the full truth you know what, mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you even think about the whole thing with like um Amar Aubrey, right mm-hmm. and like what they were trying to show it for and like now I, I'm like all the time they show him it's, it's that graduation picture mm-hmm. yeah. you know grateful for but it's like the way you then you don't realize that he was the victim the whole time you know yeah, what I'm but and, that, but that's
0: what they do though they portray they even even with how that Trayvon uh, Martin. The, the, yeah, yeah I'm, ta- I'm talking about even the incident in itself I'm not even talking mm-hmm. about the, the media I'm talking about the fact that those white men even thought that he looked suspicious or they, mm-hmm. ch- they mm-hmm. thought that he was trying to steal some whatever the case may be it's the media who portrays black people to be that way yeah and and so it it like plants a seed in their mind where they automatically think bad Mm -hmm. um harmful yeah uh, they come you know after scary me. Yeah. yes yeah it, it's like they don't you're not just born thinking that way about other cultures and yeah. i think that they need to have a little they need to take more responsibility and have some accountability when it comes to portraying any other i mean all cultures not yeah. just i mean just they do that i've seen the same thing how they over sexualize asian women as specifically yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it, it makes people not respect them on the same level Yeah, like i've seen i see it and I, I hate the fact that it's happening. That so it happens continues um, to happen.
1: So, do you think black women and men experience is vastly different? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah
0: I think it's I think it's different, but um, yeah, I think at the at the end of the day, it's different, but we face but so similar because mm-hmm. being a black woman in America is exhausting. Often, exhausting, especially in the workplace. Especially especially, um, shoot, just walking down the streets. Yes. And I think that, yeah, it's, it's, and, it's and exhausting at times. And I to, think that uh, it's, it's an experience that people would not even understand like yeah. what it's like to be yeah. a black woman every single day. You have to show up as yourself.
1: As yourself, yeah, as yourself. and that's you a and big ex- part. Yep. And, on, and on top of like, even at the doctor's office as a black yeah. woman, just yep. advocating for yourself. And I don't think other cultures understand how hard it is for us to get care. Like, mm-hmm. just simple care. Like, I've had doctors tell me, I say, you know, I, I don't not have any more kids. I just want my tube side. And she's like, oh, I'm not doing that. What? Mm-hmm. Man, that's what I yeah, want. Yeah. Like, what are you talking like, just, about? She's like, just stick with the IUD. And I'm like,
0: no, but I didn't ask you that. What I, I, I tell you what it is. And <laughs> I'm, telling I'm telling you what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I want my tubes. side. I'm not having any more kids. And that's my yeah. right. But it's, it's always looked at as like, now. Or the she, fact
0: I, that we're not able to.
1: It's because you came followed up with the, well, if I tie your tubes, then you'll come back and say your cycle's too heavy and I'll give you the IED anyway. And I'm like, well, how do you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're not giving me anything unless I want you to, but... um <laughs> I was going to, dang, I I forgot what I was about to say. My bad. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was going to say
2: that I think that we, you know, Ryan and I had this conversation. uh, We've had it a a few times, especially like, again, having boys is different. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, when I try to tell my experience, it'd be like, yeah, that's not how it, (laughs) that's not how it Mm -hmm. actually happens, you know. So sometimes there's these, you know, things that in my mind, and it could be because of what I've seen, what I've been around, like your perception of things, but actually having to deal with what they have to deal with, like, you know, Ryan has a very, you know, I guess we consider blue collar maybe is that you know yeah. like he's like very hands on you know whatever mm-hmm. heavy. and so he doesn't dress up to go to work right and so he mm-hmm. would say like working in you know um in virginia times like he walking to go get something to eat and but even if he has his badge on for you know the organization he works for but just because you see him with a hoodie on he's like i see white men and white women walk across the street. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you don't even recognize, you don't even know that I'm not like, I'm just going to go get something to eat. But here I am over here having to like, be mindful of certain things. Like I got to always be on high alert because you may think, I'm going to do something when I'm just minding and I'm my a business, threat. You know, yeah. right. And I'm mm-hmm. a threat Whereas, like, for me, I walk down the street and I just don't want nobody whistling at me. I don't want nobody saying, yes. hey, I'm it. Yeah. like, don't talk to me. Do I look
0: like I want yeah. to Or you're doing a basic service and they take that as an invitation to try yeah, to, yes. to try to yes. flirt. And even when you reject their, their advances. No, no, I got an attitude. Just, Yes. yeah now that's so all the fact that we can't even express each other we can't even express ourselves freely without being labeled angry or black mm-hmm, or, yes, i mm-hmm. mean not black <laughs> angry or bitter <laughs> or aggressive <laughs> or, or aggressive. mad or aggressive mm-hmm. yeah like those are real life experiences and so i think that although um black m- black women and black men um have different experiences they're very similar um, yeah. in the yeah. way that we're looked upon in this it's, country it's
2: all exhausting it's all it, it like, like, exhausting. And, and i think that the, the importance of you know and this is a completely separate conversation but um we talked about this when we did the dope dads thing like a, a part of like the the privilege that they have to be able to come home and feel safe and not have mm-hmm. you know a, a family that is like you know, just like rah, 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 all the stuff like mm-hmm. when you want to be able to come into a house that's loving and, you know, you feel that love because the outside world is so heavy, mm-hmm. like it's almost that thing like you want to be able to come home and like lay down your load, like lay down your mm-hmm. burdens and be able to feel safe in here. And that mm-hmm. is just, you know, it's definitely something that has, you know, that has to be different too, because I don't think it's mm-hmm. always been like that. But it's about the intentionality behind it um to create something different, right? So you don't mm-hmm. feel that way all day long, which you know makes us I think, think that's like, a,
1: also I think that's also what the black women want to experience sometimes too.
2: No, i, I, to I mean, come yes. yeah yeah I mean both yeah. ways a lot of times we have to be a lot of times
0: we are always we looked mm-hmm. upon as I mean and Buffy you talked about like um like medical care we looked upon as being like so strong we mm-hmm. could take anything. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like where did y'all get this from? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. such a, like a slave mentality.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's because like, of that's, yeah. The, that's the way we had to be, right? Which is, yeah. we talk about the comicalness of it, right? Sometimes that to me, I feel like sometimes that is our, um, that's our relief to what it is that we're mm-hmm. going through but it can also be looked upon as though you know oh it's not it's not that big of a deal like it's not really mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because y'all can make a joke about it but it's like we're literally mm-hmm. crying to i mean laughing to keep from crying like that is exactly yeah. right we that is the definition of what it is that we're doing versus like now i feel like people especially as black women we're in a space now we can say no i I'm tired. I don't want do like, yeah. to do that. Like, that's not... It's the fact that we have to else. big
1: up. We have to really... We had to glor- um, glorify self-care. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. Caucasian women have been doing it for years. And yeah. like... Right. We used to laugh and- at
0: them, how they would yeah. sit on the couch with bonbons. They were portrayed that way. You yeah. know, up there with cucumbers on your eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. It was literally... Yeah made sure that they had self-care and we grew up not even knowing how to take care of ourselves all we Mm -hmm. knew was to take care of others yeah and so we got into Mm -hmm. this mindset of let me take care of my kids let me take care of my family let me take care of people at work let me take care of my friends Mm -hmm. and you know my parents and all these types of things and now we have to like overly saturate mental health and Mm self-care so that we can actually Mm -hmm. say hey take care of you like, first. it's okay mm-hmm.
2: for you to take care of you first. First. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just keep yeah. reiterating. Because that's the real. If you don't take care of you first, you don't got nothing else to give to nobody else. Period. But mm-hmm. Again, like you said, we weren't taught that. And so that's something that I think that, you know, for us, that we're, you know, we're learning in, in different ways and everybody does it in their own way. But I really do believe it's, it's even things that we're trying to teach our kids. Yeah. Right? Like, we yeah. want them to be able to deal with things completely different like when ryan going to school i had to have a conversation with him of like i do not want you to feel like because i told y'all he was having an issue of panicking underneath that mask and i was like i do not want you mm-hmm. to feel like you have to hold your breath all day mm-hmm. in school mm-hmm. if you need to leave that room i need you to raise your hand and say and go outside and i was mm-hmm. like i need you to take 10 deep breaths and then just tell yourself you're okay you're you are fine mm-hmm. everything's gonna be okay and then go back inside and so you know we talked about it because I, I wanted to affirm him that yes it may be hard it may be difficult mm-hmm. it's possible for you to do it but you do not have to force yourself to do it because everybody else is doing it right yeah. like if you need a break ask for a break period and if you got an issue yeah, call and me. that's a,
0: that's that's what I was about to say. And that's, I think that that's so important with our kids um, mm-hmm. to teach them to advocate for themselves. Yes. And I think you doing that is that's a perfect example for him to say, this is what I need right now. Mm-hmm. And th- I'm going to take it with or without right. you. Like, right. with, yeah. with or without your permission. You
2: Call my mother because she said, <laughs> yes.
0: No, but kids need. To, kids should feel that they need that's the only way for them to learn to be adults who advocate for themselves. Yes. If you create a space for them to do advocate for themselves as, while With they're the children. children.
1: Absolutely. Because I think growing up, we didn't know how to advocate no. for ourselves. No, we were so no, So nervous and scared. Uh, we
2: were to, do like, it a if we teacher, were told. Yes,
1: because <laughs> a teacher calling your parent was the end of the world. You were punished for, like, a yeah. bug and now it's like okay yeah, why weren't. are you calling me like what's going on like no my child was no. right and there, you yeah. know he need a break he need a break yeah so yeah. what do That's y'all hope you your empower.
2: children's uh, black experience would be
0: i hope my children um i hope my children as they continue to grow uh have take great pride in being black um really just understand what it is what a privilege it is to be black but as uh, just also understand what we've overcome um as a people and know that that same strength that they had and hope that they had also lives inside of them Mm -hmm. I pray that they um are free from any type of prejudice Mm -hmm. I want them to just feel comfortable um just showing up as themselves I don't ever want them to show up in a room and feel like they have to change who they are to in order to fit in I pray that they are just so, so comfortable in their own skin, um, or at all times. And did I say, um, that they're able to advocate for themselves? Did I start yeah. off with that? I know. I, I was, okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, I really, yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah. That's something that is really, really important to me is, mm-hmm. is children being, being able to advocate for themselves, um, and us being able to support them in that. So Agree. I, I pray that they, and, and I prayed, uh, all the time too that my kids respect other cultures i want yeah. them to respect that people are different and that's okay mm-hmm. and treat people with the same respect that you hope that they would treat treat Absolutely. you with not in a way that somebody else is more superior i don't ever want them to cower down when they get yeah. around certain groups of yeah people. just yeah respect other cultures as you will want them to respect yours
1: i agree yeah. with all that you said i i think that is what i ultimately want for all of my children too and, mm-hmm. and normalize just taking care of yourself and you know i think there's a stigma against well you know it's a side to luxury that we do too much mm-hmm. but then there's a side of luxury that isn't bad either mm-hmm. so um yeah yeah like there, you know
0: people who want their kids to struggle are weird yeah. like why i like if you want to you intentionally want to see them mm-hmm struggle mm-hmm. and like I'm that it's it's a meme that says something like my kids not gonna get it out the mud like they gonna they gonna I forgot what the other maybe I shouldn't even quote it that but it's, <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> you don't want them you know what I'm talking about yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you know my kids ain't gonna get it out the mud like why I I don't isn't I don't want that them like to the, struggle the I point want of them the, to the more, yeah luxury
1: and life comes
0: with struggle but why do i intentionally want you to struggle because i had more like no Mm
1: -hmm. yeah like life is
0: like you said life is a
1: struggle in itself and i want i want to know i want them to normalize legacy like being able to build something for their children grandchildren and stuff like that so that starts with us by normalizing that and making it and like reiterating Mm -hmm. it all the time like have something to lead to them have something Mm -hmm. to give um because that means a lot. And like build that legacy and build that empire. And you can do it. Like you don't need to
0: mm-hmm.
1: wait on nobody. Use the gifts that God gave you and create that empire. Yeah. Cause we yeah. got mm-hmm. we have so many talents in our culture. And buy those black items. I know we try to normalize, like really think about going to Target and going to these places that sell certain items, but sometimes buying that person's soap is worth more than going to buy Dove because we got to (laughs) like, I mean, no
0: <laughs> i mean i'm allergic no I, no, I get, I get the, <laughs> no I get your point no i
2: get your point no i feel you know yeah definitely i mean i think that this, the same way i have choices i think that's the other part like i i'm you know i do i buy black but it's gonna be the stuff that i like i want it to be useful no, i yeah. don't want buy yeah like stuff like that but no i echo everything that y'all saying I, everything that y'all said i agree with i want the experience to be um what i hated more you know i think that like i said having that conversation today made me realize what i actually experienced was something completely different and i i want that for my kids to be able to see what life is going to be like i want them to show up as themselves as well i want them to understand their power recognize it do not the same thing you said features like don't cower down i want them to take care of themselves i want them to use all their tools and then at the end of the Mm -hmm. day we say we want to create whole productive adults into society Mm -hmm. and so you know that starts with us just doing doing the work on ourselves so they are able to see that so i think that you know i can say i think that we're all doing that very well so kudos to Mm y'all for you know showing up in everything in that we do yes 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 well we have made to it all
1: black history end.
2: month yes so month um, day, y'all. yes you got 28 days 28 <laughs> okay
0: yeah
2: well and I'm to listen to this 24 <laughs> 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 somebody i saw something that said this is just our anniversary okay black history month black history is a all, yeah, lifetime this is just our anniversary
0: lifetime. Um.
2: So, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, for listening. I hope we didn't, uh, it don't even matter. I hope you got all the <laughs> culture today, okay? And you know that we blackity, black, black, Blizzack. um let us know under your instagram under this instagram post for this episode what are three words that you would use to describe your block experience oh that would be really good um uh, remember to share write and review follow us on ig at girl who said that if you have any questions or topic suggestions email us at girl who said that at gmail.com thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of girl who, who said, said that, that black <laughs> Oh talk to y'all next week <laughs> <laughs> bye bye y'all